Hi, this is Elizabeth Smith-McCrossin, your MLA for Cumberland North. Today is Monday, May the 9th, and my mission continues to be rebuilding Cumberland North together with you, building on a foundation of truth and justice with determination and dedication, servant leadership, honesty, and empowering all people, each and every person in Cumberland North and beyond. Together, you and I can build on the pillars of healthcare, poverty reduction, caring for our Mother Earth, and entrepreneurship and business. Yesterday was Mother's Day, and I'm sending out uh, greetings to everyone that is a mother and that serves to help care and raise children in our communities. Last week was a busy week in Cumberland North and throughout all of Nova Scotia for politics. But here locally, uh, something pretty significant happened, an event at our regional hospital. There was a very significant incident with a patient that created a huge flood in the emergency department at Cumberland County Regional Healthcare Centre. This damage was caused by a sprinkler head and it caused significant flooding and the emergency room was closed for the first time in a long time for several hours. We have a pretty amazing team at Cumberland Regional Healthcare Centre and they have converted ambulatory care into the emergency department for now. They, they are working very actively with our Northern Zone leads as well as those in the Department of Health in Halifax to figure out how long this renovation is going to take. There was significant amount of damage done in the emergency department due to the flooding. And as I have any information for you, for the public, I will certainly share that. Look for that in my weekly updates as well as on my Facebook page. In the meantime, if you have an emergency, please call 911. Please go to the emergency department if you have an emergency. But of course, if you do have a healthcare need and can avoid going to the emergency department if it's not an emergency, please do so. If you have a family physician or nurse practitioner, please try to receive medical care from them first. And of course, if you don't have a family doctor, you can call a number to receive a medical appointment that is non-urgent. And that number is 1-855-597-2420. Again, 1-855-597-2420. And you can call that number Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. and receive a medical appointment for non-urgent care. So as our emergency department is under a large amount of stress right now due to the flood and renovations. Uh, please, please do everything we can to only go to the emergency department at, when absolutely necessary. Last week was a big day for our lobster fishermen and women as Tuesday was setting day for our lobster season and we have boats leaving the wharfs of Malagash, Wallace and Pugwash. It was a big day and we certainly pray for the safety of all of our fishers, as well as that they have a bountiful season. Last Wednesday was Public Accounts Committee. It was a very, very interesting Public Accounts Committee, as most of them are. But last week, the agenda was Nova Scotia Power proposed rate hikes. And if you're interested in watching that, it's about a two-hour meeting, and it is available online through Nova Scotia Legislature TV, and just go to Public Accounts Committee. Last week, I had the distinct honor of attending the dedication of the Roderick Reed Brook. Seaman Roderick Reed was honored um, at a dedication ceremony at the, on the pumping station road. Abel Seaman Roderick Reed was in a fire on the HMCS Nipigon 57 years ago. 
He died at the age of 21 years while serving our country of Canada. We gathered with his family and his friends, and there was two fellow veterans that were also on the Nipigon at the time of the tragic fire. And I had the distinct pleasure of meeting both of these gentlemen, David Yeo, as well as Charles Caterer. David actually shared how he helped Roderick Reed be taken off of the Nipigon ship. He was still alive when he was transported off the ship. And he, his last words to David were, was, it's all going to be okay. And he gave him a smile, even though he was very badly burned and died very shortly thereafter. So the dedication of the Roderick Reed Brook on the Pumping Station Road was a very moving, very emotional, very beautiful event for the family and friends of Roderick Reed. Almost all of his siblings were there. Some of them are from the Valley, from the Moncton area, some local. And one of his brothers, Alec, from the Moncton area told me and others that there, the, there could not have been a better location for a dedication for his dear brother because he said they grew up and played in that brook, he said, nearly every day of their lives. He said they tr- they fished trout in that brook and he said they, f- they had a great time as children. So the family was very grateful. I want to say a specific thank you to Fred Gould, one of our municipal councillors in the County of Cumberland. And Fred played a very integral role in arranging... Um, the the naming of that brook, as well as I want to thank Lorne Baird, who's currently the president of the Amherst Legion. I want to thank Lorne, as well as his fellow Legion members, for organizing the dedication for Roderick Reed and his family last week. It's always an honor whenever I have the uh, distinct pleasure of being with veterans and being with those who have served our great country. I also have some more great news to share, and that is uh, a local man by the name of Roley Lawless, who's also a veteran. Some of you may know Roley. He has been working for several years trying to get a veterans medical clinic here in Nova Scotia. So it's a medical clinic specifically for veterans, and many veterans suffer with post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, as well as other medical conditions, and they have very distinct, unique medical needs. So several years ago, Rowley started working with the Progressive Conservative Party on this initiative, and then it did, when there was a change in leadership, there was a bit of a, a less of a focus on getting this happen. In the fall session of the legislature, as well as this spring, I did ask Premier Tim Houston if he would be willing to work with Rowley, as well as other veterans to to try and get this veterans medical clinic up and running and the premier said yes and i'm so happy to say that the premier met with roley lawless last week and has given his commitment to making this happen i had also met with daryl sampson who's a member of parliament and parliamentary secretary for veterans affairs back in the spring session it was about three weeks ago and he also gave a full commitment on behalf of the federal government to support this very important initiative here in Nova Scotia. So I wanted to pass that information along. Our veterans, I believe, deserve nothing but our utmost support and deserve access to their unique healthcare needs whenever necessary. So it's another great example of never give up on what you believe is right 
and what is needed for yourself and for the people around you. And sometimes good things take time to happen, but with determination and dedication, we can get things done. In that theme, I want to talk for a few minutes about the non-resident property tax. Now, that is another good example of never underestimating the power of your voice. Democracy should reflect the voices of the people. And last week, we saw that happen. You likely have heard the news, but in case you didn't, last week, the Premier did change his mind about implementing a very punitive and very harsh non-resident property tax. So that has been removed and will no longer be happening. So please share that good news with your family neighbors that are property owners here in Nova Scotia. And I know many of you listening just a few minutes away in New Brunswick, we're going to be very negatively impacted by this very punitive non-resident property tax. So it's gone, it will not be happening, and that is good news for Nova Scotia. As your MLA for Cumberland North, I had proposed an amendment in the legislature to keep the non-resident deed transfer tax, but remove the non-resident property tax. And thankfully, that is exactly what the Tim Houston government has decided to do. They did vote down my amendment in the legislature, but last week did exactly what I had suggested on your behalf. So I'm grateful, very grateful that your voices were heard. And again, never underestimate the power of your voice, especially when it stands for what is right and for what is just. Last week, I spent a couple of days in my new Pugwash office as well, and just want to let everybody know that that is now open and functioning at the Pugwash Village Commission. And if you would like an appointment at the Pugwash office, you can certainly call 902-397-1600, or give the Amherst office a call, and we will set up an appointment in either office. And the Amherst office is 902-661-2288. And on that note, I want to let everybody know that my amazing constituency assistant, Dan Gould, is on vacation for the next two weeks, starting today, Monday, May the 9th. And I will be spending some time in the Amherst office while he's on vacation, as well as in the Pugwash office. So for the next two weeks, please remember to give us a call before you come into the office. Most people do anyway, but I just wanted to give people a heads up. And again, our office phone number in Amherst is 902-661-2288. We still have rapid tests available free of charge for anyone that needs them in the community. And we will continue to have a table set up outside of my office door that it the rapid tests are available anytime. You can just come in and take what you need. There's five tests in each box, and the building that my office is in is located at 5 Ratchford Street in Amherst, which is right beside the Amherst Library, and the building is open 8.30 to 4.30. So just come in if you need any rapid tests. Please take what you and your family need. On another note, I've been hearing from healthcare workers about some concerns about their wages. So last week, I did send a letter to Alan McMaster. He's the Minister for Labor Relations. And I'll read you the letter that I sent to Minister McMaster. It says, I have re- received feedback from employees currently working in long-term care facilities, group homes, and other care facilities such as Sunset in Pugwash. They are all very pleased that the continuing care workers have received a large wage increase and agreed it was very deserving. 
They also believe that other workers in healthcare and community facilities, such as personal care, should also receive a respective wage increase. These workers include residential care workers, personal assistants, cleaning staff, kitchen staff, recreational staff, occupational therapy assistants, to name a few. I did recommend that people contact to make sure their union representatives are aware of their requests and also told them that I would share their feedback with the minister with you. I am sure you will consider their hard work and dedication, especially throughout this pandemic, as you negotiate their future contracts. I am requesting also the schedule for collective agreements in the field to be shared with me at my office as well. And that letter was sent last week on behalf of all those that work in healthcare. On Friday evening, I want to share with you all that my husband and I went to see a movie for the first time in a long time. Here in Amherst, we went and saw the movie called Peace by Chocolate. And many of you already know this, but Peace by Chocolate is a chocolate company in Antigonish. And the movie is based on the true life story of the Syrian refugee family that came here to Canada, came here to Antigonish, Nova Scotia to flee the terror and the dangerous situation in their homeland of Syria. And the father was a chocolatier and had a large, large company, um, chocolate making business in Syria and began uh, in his kitchen in Antigonish and began a new chocolate company called Peace by Chocolate right here in Nova Scotia. If you have time, and if you're able, I encourage everyone to go see this movie. And I also want to do a shout out to Frank Gallant. Frank was a very integral person in their lives when they came here to Anaganish and helped them set up uh, and receive a loan uh, from community members to get their to get their business started. And of course, they paid back that loan fairly quickly to the community members. But we met Frank Glant here in Cumberland County after the Northern Pulp Mill was closed. And Frank came up, Ian Ripley knew Frank, and we um, brought Frank up to help facilitate meetings with all of our foresters here in Cumberland County to help try and help figure out what we, we were going to do in response to the pulp mill being closed. And Frank was uh, an incredible facilitator, very gifted, and it was just and amazing to see his role with this family and which resulted in a very successful company piece by chocolate. So shout out to Frank Gallant and also to the family, Tariq Haddad and his family that started uh, piece by chocolate here. So if you have a chance, go see the movie, very inspiring. And it's a story made right here in Nova Scotia. We had a bit of sad news on the weekend. In Cumberland South, there was a tragic accident in Fox River. A young man deceased with leaving behind three small children. And Sarah Berry had reached out to me to let me know that the community is doing a fundraiser. And I wanted to let you all know about that today. So if you're interested in helping support this this family go through this uh, challenging loss, please contact Sarah Berry in the Parsboro area, Parsboro Advocate Harbor area. On Saturday, we also had another tragedy with a fire uh, of a home on the Fenwick Road. And two people were taken to hospital on Saturday and we're certainly sending our um, best wishes to them in their healing. 
and stay tuned for a fundraiser and for ways of supporting this family as well moving ahead. On Saturday evening, we had the Bacon Elliott Bursary Memorial Fundraiser. We had an incredible, incredible evening. It was really the first time since the beginning of the pandemic that we've had so many people together in one area. And it was just great to be together, especially with such an important uh, fundraiser. All of the money from the fundraiser goes for students to help them get their education. So I want to say thank you, especially to Morse Hogg, as well as all of the committee that organized this. But those of you that know Morris know he is behind a lot of good work and a lot of great things that happen in our community. We heard some great speeches from previous bursary winners, recipients, including Kirsten Lawrence, Christian Goldie, and Hannah Laidlaw. And we also heard um, a message from Jaya Party as well as Quentin Canock. They weren't able to be there, but they did send uh, a speech. So congratulations to all of those students and thank you to the community for supporting this important fundraiser. This week in politics, today we're having a home energy assessment done uh, at my personal home, and I will be sharing information with all of you how you can also have this done. And it's a program that's through Green Homes, Greener Homes, through the federal government, as well as Efficiency One here in Nova Scotia. And I'm encouraging everyone to get a efficiency test done in your homes. I learned today that 17% of all energy is through our homes. So if we can decrease the amount of energy that is used in our homes, we can significantly decrease those greenhouse gases that we're working so hard to do. I'll be attending the Rotary meeting at lunchtime today, and we'll be sharing with everyone there about supports that are available for refugees coming from Ukraine. We have several here in Cumberland County, and I want to mention the YREACH coordinator at the Cumberland YMCA will be available to help any Ukraine refugees coming here to Cumberland County, specifically helping children with placement in schools as well as English second language. So uh, we will be meeting today with Rotary and we'll be inviting other, anyone interested in the community to help with our Ukraine refugees. Please reach out to my office and we will add you to our list and we'll let you know of any needs moving forward. My office number is 902-661-2288. I want to let you know about an event coming up this week. It's called Nova Scotia Ladies of Song. It opens May the 12th, 13th, and 14th, located at the Amherst Centre Mall Arts and Entertainment Centre, across from Charm Diamond Centre. It's a local musical production. It's their third musical venture, and I hope that if you're able to attend, to please reach out. You can get tickets there at the mall through the Amherst Artisan Gallery, Amherst Centre Mall, Arts and Entertainment Centre. This week, I will be meeting with the Minister of Immigration in Halifax on Wednesday, and we'll be reporting back to you next week about that meeting. There is a job fair June the 1st at the Amherst Stadium from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. If you're looking for a new career, new employment opportunity, Nova Scotia Works is planning this large job fair and you are invited. I will be going myself and meeting all the employers that are looking for new members of their team and invite you to go as well. 
I'd like to extend birthday greetings to anyone celebrating a birthday or anniversary this week, including Charlie Reindress and Trina Clark of the Cumberland YMCA today on Monday the 9th. On Tuesday the 10th, Sharon Duffy is celebrating a birthday, and it's going to be a challenging birthday, I'm sure, for her this year after just recently losing her husband, Wayne. So if you have a few moments, please reach out to Sharon on Tuesday the 10th and wish her a happy birthday. Maybe have a cup of tea or send her some birthday wishes. On Wednesday the 11th, Stephen Russell and Bob Nogler, both of the Pugwash Wallace areas, are celebrating birthdays. On Thursday the 12th, William Gogan, who's an incredible young man, as well as Angus Furlong, my neighbor, are celebrating birthdays. On Friday, Donna Buchanan and Becky Lorette Chitty are celebrating birthdays. And on Saturday, Tony Wood. Stop into the Highland Market and wish Tony a happy birthday on Saturday. I would like to extend my sympathies to anyone who's lost a loved one recently, including the family and friends of Wilfred Laurie Hicks, Raymond Warner, Bun Betts of Wentworth, and Lawrence Stephen Patterson. If there's anyone else who's lost, lost a loved one at this time, please accept my condolences. I would like to thank Mr. Ron Bickle and CFTA 107.9 for airing this MLA update on behalf of the people of Cumberland North. I am so honored to be your member of the Legislative Assembly. Please contact me anytime. I'm here to serve you, your family, and our communities. As I sign off today, I want to say thank you to each and every nurse, licensed practical nurse, registered nurse, and nurse practitioner. Today is the beginning of National Nurses Week. If you know a nurse, please thank them. I'm going to be having a draw for all the nurses here in Cumberland North, as well as Nova Scotia and the Maritimes. So go to my Facebook page. You can sign up to enter your name for the draw if you're a nurse. And I'm looking forward to next week having that draw and giving away some prizes. But most importantly, I want to say thank you to every nurse. Nurses take care of us from birth to death. They are there in some of our worst moments in life, and they are there to care for us medically, emotionally, spiritually, physically, in every way. They're there to meet our healthcare needs. And I want to say thank you. And I hope you'll join me this week in doing the same. Take care, take care of yourself and take care of others and have a great week.